0: what's up everybody welcome to the fourth episode of you're not the Worst podcast with avery blessing
1: and riley nelson happy
0: wednesday guys
1: It's hump day. hump
0: day. Go get your hump on. (laughs) (laughs) I hope everybody's doing good. This week has been a challenge for me, at least. What about you, Riley?
1: Yeah, same here for me. I had an 18-hour travel day yesterday, got up at 4 a.m. I didn't get home until about 9.30, so I'm feeling pretty (laughs) exhausted today. But you know what? I'm here. I'm doing it, and we're going to have a great episode for you guys today. Yeah, I can't wait to get into the topic of today's episode. Today, we are going to be talking about sliding into the DMs. We're specifically talking about Instagram today because, as we all know, Instagram is the ultimate dating app. The ultimate dating app, especially for our generation. Yeah. Like, if you're, I would say probably about 15 to probably 30, Instagram is your main form of social media. Yeah. Anything older than that, it's probably Facebook. Rip. Yeah. I know Facebook owns Instagram, but
0: I it's mean just,
1: it's not the same. Yeah.
0: No, honestly, it's like, as forms of communication, it's like texting, calling, and then Snapchat, and then Instagram. Yeah. And I'm so
1: sick of Snapchat. Same. Like, I hate this back and forth that people do on Snapchat with snapping and, like, snap texting. Mm-hmm. It's so... F- I don't know. It's so aggravating to me because yeah. it ends up being a streak with a random ass person. And it's like, I don't care. Like I don't check Snapchat for
0: like text conversations. Like I check Snapchat for like selfies, like actual snaps. Like you can like reply to my story and like whatever, but don't have a conversation with me on Snapchat. That's weird. To I me. agree.
1: I don't even like texting. I'm lazy. Like all the typing, it just, it, it's tiring to me. <laughs> I prefer like FaceTime or calling because it's so yeah. fast. Yeah, like I can too. get what I need to say. In like two seconds, and then I'm good. Yeah, I FaceTime so much more than I text. Yeah, you do. Sometimes though, I get agitated because you FaceTime for like small things. And then I'm like, (laughs) really? I'm
0: like, hey, wait, so about this, like a quick question. And then you're like, Avery. I'm
1: like, that one you could (laughs) have (laughs) texted. Like, there's sometimes when I'm like all about the FaceTime, and then there's sometimes where I'm like, okay, that could have been done in a text. You know? Like, I feel like there's like different. Yeah. I don't know the right word. There's like different. There's a time and a place for FaceTime. Yeah. So we're drinking today on today's episode. We want to be a little bit goofy. We want to be a little bit lighthearted. A little
0: goopy. A little loose.
1: Yeah. (laughs) So we're about to chug our drink. So then we're gonna take a shot. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, you gotta chug the whole thing in one sip. Okay. Think you can do it? I'll try. (sighs) (laughs) I didn't throw up.
0: Don't worry. But. It just
1: sounded like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. You think you can do that
0: the shot now? I mean my drink is not even gone.
1: Finish it. Oh my god, help me. No. God help me. <laughs> oh, I thought you were telling me to help you. I was like, no.
0: God help you me. You got this drink. Chugging. Ooh, I wanna throw up with the thought. I don't know. Cheers. Yeah. All right now, bottoms up, bitch. Tell security, we're about to tear this club up. Bye, I'm about to be gonzo for this episode.
1: We getting lit tonight. RIP that. Yay! (laughs) Okay. Okay. Avery, so tell us what's going on with you.
0: Okay, well, tomorrow I leave for my drive to L.A. I go home, and then I spend the night at my friend's house, and then we leave Saturday morning to drive to L.A., which, wow, I'm just so excited. Like, great, like... 21 hour drive like let's go
1: are you really excited it sounds a little sarcastic I'm
0: literally being sarcastic I am not
1: like I don't know why I almost said I'm not looking forward to it I am not looking forward to it for you for me that I mean Houston to Nashville is 12 hours and that in itself is a lot by the end of the day I'm brain dead
0: me too I literally I make the drive home from Nashville to Dallas every time and it's 10 hours and I can do that in a day every time I'm like knocked out.
1: Yeah. And so like you have. Two days of that. Two days. Basically. Like what? 12 hours a day? Yeah. Like I don't I don't even know what to. Oh my God. I was living on campus when COVID hit. And so I went home for spring break and I never came back. So all of my stuff was stuck in Nashville. Yeah, me too. On campus. So in April, I had to drive up. I drove 12 hours. We got a hotel. We spent the night one night woke up early that next morning packed my room up packed my apartment up Mm -hmm. and then I left and drove home so we we did and I I calculated we did 24 hours of driving in a 40 hour span wow and that was like I, I don't like looking at it I'm like how the hell did we do that but also at that time too it was like like in the height of COVID where We were, like, sanitizing gas pumps. We were putting on gloves. It was whenever it was so scary because it was the idea of, like, if you got COVID, you were going to die. Yeah, you were fucked.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, literally, me and my sister drove from Dallas one day in one day and then spent the night at a hotel. The next morning, we packed up my room. That whole day, drove back Mm -hmm. that
1: same day. Yeah, we did. I did the exact same thing, and I was, like, I was dead. Literally, me too.
0: I have no idea how yeah i I did that clothes i had furniture i had everything Mm -hmm. there and i was like oh my god i mean it wasn't even it was literally me and my sister and like we like she was the one that was handling a lot of the organization of it and like doing a lot of the work, and I was the one that was flirting with the
1: movers. (laughs) Ew. I
0: wasn't flirting with them, but they were making conversation with me, so I was making conversation back.
1: Oh, well, my movers. they were young
0: college guys. It wasn't, like, old. Oh,
1: okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Because my movers were old. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So, I just got back from Costa Rica. We stayed in Las Catalinas, and it was. Amazing. Yeah. I can't even, like, say, like, it was amazing because it was it was perfect. It was immaculate. Could not have been done better. You know, we had a little issue with a rental car company in the beginning. They told us one price and then whenever we got there, they doubled it. Really?
0: Yeah. (gasps) Why?
1: We'd gotten back at, let's see, we landed probably around 11 o'clock. So we were at the rental car company at like 11 or midnight Mm -hmm. and then we had a two-hour drive up to las catalinas oh so we were at the rental car company for so long trying to like not argue but like trying to like get our price back to what they had quoted us Mm -hmm. but then they were like sorry we can't do that so we think we just got scammed are you serious that's so annoying they like dead ass they doubled the price of what it was supposed to be so then my parents were pissed and we were like if this is how this trip starts we are not going to have a good trip. Yeah. Dang it. That would suck. Yeah. But everything after that was amazing. It was perfect. The place we stayed at was so beautiful. And we did like a catamaran one day. We went tubing. Guys, guess what? What? I didn't go hiking. <laughs> Basically, what happened was we were supposed to do this easy trail. Like, it was literally paved. It was It was supposed to be something easy. Yeah. But... A volcano erupted while we were there. I was
0: about to say, didn't didn't a
1: volcano erupt? Didn't an avocado erupt? (laughs) Yes. No, a volcano that has been... I mean, it's an active volcano, so, like, rocks and stuff will come out of it occasionally. No, this bitch full-on erupted. So we weren't able to do that hike, but they were like, we have another location on the backside of the park, away from the volcano, where it's safe. They told us that we would have to do a different hike, Mm -hmm. and... The different hike was much, 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 much harder. Like it was like you have to hike, you have to swim, you have to crawl in caves. Oh my god! Yeah. And so when they said that, like I it's was anxiety. Yeah. No, when they when they said that, I was like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I was like, "I'm not going. There's no way I'm doing that." Yeah. So then I was like, "Okay, well, what can I do?" So we were talking to the guide about it. I picked uh, tubing, and. My mom was like, I don't want her to be by herself. So my mom came with me and then my dad and sister went hiking. And tubing was so fun. Like it tubing was tubing is always so fun. I know, but it was like a ton of rapids. So like, it was like busy. Yeah, but there were parts where it was almost like kind of scary because there was like so many really? rocks and you're going so fast. And there's one part where it just completely drops. So like you fall in the tube like a like three foot drop. And so, like, it was just, I was just scared I was going to fall out of the tube and, like, hit my head on a rock or something. Yeah. There were parts where I was a little bit, like, ooh, you know? (laughs) Like, oh, my God. I was like, wait, this is a little scary. (laughs) This is a little scary. Yeah, I don't know when I became, like, so, like, indoor, kind of bougie. I used to be so adventurous and so outdoorsy. Me, too. Like, I was always the fearless child.
0: I still am the fearless child, but stuff like hiking and, like, just, like, Bugs and like
1: outdoor I'm like hell no yeah no I I feel that somewhere along the line I became afraid of a lot of things
0: yeah somewhere something happened
1: yeah no like we were in the okay so on the catamaran we stopped at this place and normally you would swim up to shore but because the weather was kind of like iffy they were like it's probably better that we just stay here and you swim here well the water is like 50 feet deep my mom and dad are jumping in and swimming everyone's in there swimming and I was so afraid to get in the water
0: really yes why
1: I don't know it's like the thought of being in the open ocean Mm-hmm. and like you don't know what kind of fish are out there yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know like
1: I know the odds of getting bit by a shark are so low but every time I get in the water that's all I think of right is yeah all you think of is like what's gonna bite me yeah and I know so much about sharks like I think sharks are so fascinating <laughs> are
0: you like a shark expert I really am am
1: <laughs> But the more I study sharks, the more afraid I get of the water. Oh my God. I don't know why. I know it's so slim, but I don't know. I think it's more the thought of like the unknown and like what's around me. Like someone could be underneath me. Yeah, and all those TikToks that talk
0: about like we don't even know what the ocean has in it. And it's like
1: Yes. That freaks me the fuck out. I'm like, stop telling me this. Like I wanna see. I know. We only know at this point, what, five percent of our ocean? Yeah. That's fucking terrifying it's terrifying also we're in costa rica they got sharks there right yeah (laughs) they have aggressive sharks there
0: it's scary for sure
1: oh wait also i forgot to mention i found a spider in
0: my shower this morning ew like a big one (gasps) like a big big one it wasn't like that big of a spider but it was it was a good size it was a decent size and it was like one of those like nude colored spiders. Were you so in the shower? No. Oh. When I opened the shower to get in, that's when I found it, and I was like, I didn't scream, which I normally would, because whenever I see a bug, it can be like a butterfly or like a caterpillar, I will scream my head off because I hate bugs. But this morning when I saw it, I literally was just like, oh, really? <laughs> like I was like, seriously? You're like it's such an inconvenience to me. I was like, ah! I was literally just like, Are you kidding me? Like I was just annoyed. <laughs>
1: Oh my god! And
0: I had to kill it with just, like, a random
1: piece you of... You killed th- it? Yeah. But, I yeah, you wouldn't it. kill that cockroach in my room? Hell my
0: no. Time. That's a whole different topic. No. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> hell no. I'm feeling this alcohol, baby. That's I am for too. sure. <laughs> <laughs> Megan me Stallion, where you at?
1: I stay doing that, like, bad. I'll just be, like, talking or I'll do something, like, being, like, sassy and I'll I've just noticed. go... <laughs> I've noticed. Thank you you're welcome <laughs> i feel like that's like a yeah i've noticed bitch
0: yeah you're so fucking annoying like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell we do love each other we just love to pick on one yeah, another that's yeah. our relationship and yeah, it's love hate yeah well is there hate no
0: it's like loving hate if that, if that makes sense okay that doesn't really but i like, just
1: feel like like i feel like we always pick on each other and when i listen to the podcast i'm like oh my god like we sound so mean to one another We do? Yes. But then we both laugh because like, I don't know. I just laugh at myself. I do too. Like I know these qualities about me. Yeah. You gotta laugh at yourself. You do. Okay, guys, we are going to get into our topic about sliding in the DMs. First, we're going to check out how do people really feel about it? And
0: we gathered information from our fellow friends. Yes. We kind of did some research. So we're going to lay that out to you guys. Yes.
1: I texted my guy friends about how they feel women sliding into the DMs and then I texted my girlfriends about how they feel about men sliding into the DMs. We got a lot of good insight. We did. Okay I'm gonna read off some of our responses from male listeners about how they feel about women sliding into their DMs. So one of the guys said I think it should be more normal. Like normalized? Yeah. Yeah. Any girl looking for anything more than just sex should not be DMing anyone. Not to say that every guy would immediately assume sex but I find it unlikely for a guy to see a DM and assume a serious relationship. I guess it is also important what the girl says in her DM in the first place.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I I, kind of... Yeah, I feel like you can tell when girls are, like, into sex. Like, if, like, that's, like, what they're looking for. Like, with, like, the
1: response, I feel like you can get that vibe. I think it depends on how they open. Right. The next one we have is, it depends on if they're nice about it. It's always fine. And it's always fun to meet new people. But if they're weird about it, then it's a no-go. Yeah, I agree with that a lot. Next, I have, personally, I'm all for it. I wish women did it more. I'm too shy when it comes to stuff like that. So when women do that for me, it takes a lot of pressure off and it makes me feel good. Yeah. I love women sliding into my DMs, 100%. (laughs) (laughs) We know who that is. I love you, just by the way. (laughs) Miss you, come back. Come back. Another guy said, I encourage it. The love of your life could be just one DM away. <laughs> Honestly, that's, that's a cute so way true. to put it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so true. Like even with dating apps, like people get married off of dating apps. That's what's so weird to me is like you could that could be your person and mm-hmm. it's just like a DM or like a swipe away.
0: Yeah. Isn't that weird to it's think about? It's so weird how our generation has like come to that. Yeah. You and know, how yeah. that like starts marriages. Yeah. Like what? It makes, I don't know. That's like crazy to me.
1: One guy said, I normally love it if it's something witty or straightforward. If she slides in and says something funny, then I'm all about it. Yeah. I think anything funny is like the way to go. Yes. I think if you slide in with something witty, you can never go wrong. Yeah. Me too. That literally goes back to our dating apps episode. Yeah. Where we're talking about having a witty opening. It breaks the ice and like you make them laugh and
0: it's just like a great starter.
1: Yeah. Okay. Another guy said, I think it's great since many do it. They stand out a lot more. Yeah. I think women should slide into DMs. If you want something or someone, you should be willing to initiate the conversation instead of the guy always having to make the first move.
0: Yeah. I think he's saying like,
1: if you want something, go after it. I I don't know. I have such mixed feelings on this and I honestly haven't formed an opinion about it yet. Mm Mm-hmm. But it seems like a lot of guys like whenever women make the first move.
0: Yeah, like I talked about in our first episode, like, they're under the stress. But also, though, men like to be the chasers. Right, so it's like women make the first move, but let them chase you. Like, hey, I'm interested, I think you're cute, whatever you want to say, and then let them have their
1: response, and then let them chase you. That's all I have for the guys portion. So with the whole men's perspective— From what I'm gathering, it seems like men really like whenever women message first or they initiate it. I feel like it's a little bit contradictive because normally it throws off the dynamic because women shouldn't be the ones chasing men. Because whenever a woman chases a man, he runs. Yeah. You know, like men like to be the pursuers. But now I'm starting to question that because everything I'm reading from the guys are saying that they love it and they encourage it. Except like there's, like, a few guys that are, like, eh, I don't love it. But, like.
0: Yeah, but I think it's, like, that. that is, like, in the rule book. Like, that's, like, known. Men do not like to be the one that are being chased. Yeah. Like, that's, like, in the rule book. But now I'm starting to be, like, they do want to be chased.
1: I think they want to
0: feel appreciated. I don't yeah. know if they want
1: to feel chased.
0: But they want to feel, like, at least, like, the girls are putting in the effort to be, like, hey, I like you, whatever, whatever, you
1: know? Yeah. I, I feel that. Okay, Avery is going to read off uh, the women's perspectives that we have. So here are some of the responses we got from women. Okay, so not a
0: fan. I kind of get it. Like if y'all don't know each other, but I find it creepy. I genuinely think it depends on how and what they say when they slide in. If you say something weird or you don't have any pictures on Instagram, it's a definite no-no. However, if they say something smooth or make me laugh, and their account looks like a real person, then I'm all for it. It makes me feel good when I get a DM TVH. It's creepy, LOL. Always gave me such a weird vibe. Feels like they're trying too hard. I'm a mix because sometimes I feel like it's creepy, but at the same time, it's how they approach it. If they're weird coming in, if they're weird coming in, or more like normal. But if a guy is really interested, sometimes that's the only way. So give him a chance if you think he's cute. Eh, it kind of depends. If it's a person who I know, like we follow each other and we have seen each other in real life, I am flattered. But I'll probably not really pursue it. I will just kind of let the conversation be really dry. If it's a random man, no matter how good looking or whatever, I probably won't respond. If it's someone I've demonstrated interest in, I will bend over backwards to try and stretch out that conversation for as long as possible. So overall, it's definitely very situational, but also in general, I hate talking over social media... So I guess to answer the question simply, I don't love sliding into DMs, but I'm not aggressively opposed. All of my relationships have only come face-to-face interaction, so I've never really taken the DMs seriously. I've never started talking to someone through a message in my DMs. So to me, I guess it seems like you're not a real human, lol. Lol, my current boyfriend did that. I thought it was weird at first, but things worked out, LMAO, but didn't take him seriously at first because of it. And then last one. And I kind of hate that. I don't like a social media connection. I don't find it super cringy unless they're just starting up a normal conversation and not trying to go for it right off the bat. I just hate how everything revolves around socials. And when I finally start seeing someone I like and could potentially marry, I don't want to have to say it was from him sliding into my DMs. Good question.
1: I don't know. I don't. I feel like nowadays we're in such a day and age where people meet through the internet. Yeah. It's weird because it's something that we are still adjusting to. It's very Mm -hmm. new. But I don't really think it's that I, – I don't really think it's that taboo anymore.
0: Yeah, and to me, honestly, for like for me personally, I don't really think it matters on how I meet you. I don't really worry about that. If I meet you, I meet you, whatever it's through. DMs or, like, in person, I don't care. Like, it's, it's going to happen either way, and I'm not really bothered about how I meet my person.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think, like, at the end of the day – you have a romantic connection with them. Mm -hmm. So that's all that should matter. Right, exactly. Not how you met, because how often are you going to tell that story? Yeah, I'm not so focused on that, really. Like, maybe you'll tell it a bunch when you're engaged. (laughs) Yeah. And then after that, no one really cares. Yeah, and if it's like a cringy way, laugh about it. Yeah. Like, a ton of people get married off of dating apps, and I feel like nowadays, even more and more, it's like, how did you guys meet? Dating app, you know? Yeah. But I think people want such, like, a meet-cute, Hmm. where they're like oh we met in such this cute way and it's so romantic but like I just don't really feel like that's as much reality anymore because everything can be through social media and you can make yeah. connections with people from social media and from dating apps I I, I kind of said this but like I just can't reiterate it enough is like meeting people online isn't as weird as it used to be exactly so from what I'm kind of gathering, women don't really like it, but men love it. Yeah. So that being said, women, if there is a guy out there that you think is super attractive, shoot your shot. Yeah, like, I agree. What is the worst thing that's going to happen? They're not going to answer. And then you're like, okay, time to move on. But also, I kind of can attest to that because there was a guy I DM'd one time. Never got an answer. And I was like, okay, that's whatever. It was kind of a shot to my ego. I was like, okay, ouch. Like, he's cute, but, like, I'm definitely in his league. Yeah. So I was like, mm. But then I saw him in person one time. <gasps> and I felt really uncomfortable because I was like, I DM'd him. And he didn't yeah. answer. But also at the same time, it never said seen. So I don't know for sure if he ever even saw it. <laughs> But that's what's so embarrassing, because I was like, oh, that's yeah. so awkward.
0: You're like, wait, I DM'd that guy.
1: Yeah. Have you ever DM'd a guy? I haven't, actually. You've never, like, seen a cute guy and, like, slid up on their story?
0: No, because, I mean, honestly, a lot of the
1: guys that I usually slid up on their stories, like, they're, like, friends of mine. Okay. There's been, like, a few guys, like, guys I've seen on dating apps. I don't know about, okay, with Hinge, there's, like, a section where it's roses, Right. That's where you find like the good looking guys. Yeah. And I saw a guy on there that I thought was super hot, but I didn't have any roses left. So I clicked on his thing and he had his Instagram in it. hmm So then I went and followed his Instagram and then I DM'd him being like, Hey, saw you on Hinge, but ran out of roses or I don't even remember <laughs> you all I don't of even roses. remember what I said but I just said something about like I saw you on Henge, and I saw your bio was in there mm-hmm. so like here I am <laughs> yeah I think it just goes back to the thing where it's like go after what you want yeah and like honestly like you can be bold yeah you know this is this is one that I read to this guy super hot mm-hmm. if you're listening I'm still here but it's fine um, I DM'd him and I sa- I literally just texted him my phone number. And then I said do with this what you will. <laughs> he liked it and, and imme- no no no, immediately I got a text from him.
0: Really? Oh yeah. my gosh. Okay, this is kind of interesting. With one of my past boyfriends, I met him through a mutual friend and he would ask me, he'd be like, so like, I don't even know. He was like, "Why did you start dating me? Like, why like what made you interested?" And I was like, "Honestly, I just, like, went after what I want. I go after what I want.
2: Mm -hmm. And he was like,
0: oh, like, that's hot. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, like, it just, that's, like, me in life. Like, I go after what I want. Like, I doesn't have to, like, be a guy. I just go after what I want.
1: Yeah. And I think that's another thing that's important with DMing is whenever you DM someone, you want to get out of the DMs as Mm -hmm. fast as possible. Yes. As much as I hate Snapchat, like, it's still a way that you're getting off of the dms and you're getting or i'm sorry it's a way that you're getting out of the dms and like off of instagram and onto a different platform so it could be like texting or snapchatting like that's why i did that guy i just sent him my phone number and i said do with it what you will yeah immediately i got a text from him yeah because i feel like when any guy
0: gets that response they're like oh this girl's interested in me yeah she's not like really
1: ordering anything she's just like here's my phone number do what you want yeah but ladies here's the thing once you get off of that platform like if like women if you dm first then you have to step back and let them be the one to pursue Mm -hmm. so for example with this guy i i sent him my phone number i said do it this what you will got a text back immediately and he wasn't pursuing Mm mm-hmm because I felt like I was leading the conversation, so I stepped back. And I haven't really talked to him. Like, I mean, him and I talked for a little bit, but I haven't talked to him much since. Obviously, he's interested. He texted me. But since he wasn't pursuing, I wasn't going to take that role of constantly being like, what are you doing? Let's go get dinner. Like, that, all mm-hmm. of that is up to him. I yeah. I put myself out there first. Now it's up to the other person to reciprocate.
0: Yeah, I think when you do that, it kind of, like, feeds their ego a little bit. And they're like, oh, she's interested. I'm going to text her and see what's up. Yeah. But then it depends on all if they're actually, like, wanting to date, wanting to go on dates, wanting to hang out.
1: Yeah. Now we want to talk about some fun DMs. This is just kind of, like, a little portion of, like, DMs. It's, like, its own little category. Yes. If you're a young, attractive woman, you've probably gotten a lot of these. Yeah. But we want to talk about the sugar daddy DMs. Yeah, and like honestly, I get them all the time. Same, and they always pop up in like my requested DMs. Mm-hmm. Like never general or, you know, whatever. primary. Primary, yeah. And it's always you know you get the DMs from like the creepy older men with two followers and zero pictures. Yeah, I mean, I've gotten DMs from, like, sugar mamas. Or I've gotten DMs from sugar daddies, and, like, their accounts are just, like, pictures of money. Yeah, and you're like, what? Honestly, it makes me think you're poor. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to get a sugar daddy, I think I would like to meet them, like, in public, and, like, Mm -hmm. then do the arrangement. Like, seeking arrangements freaks me out. And if you message me on Instagram, and you have, like, zero followers, and you're following 100 people, and you have, like, two posts... That's gonna freak me out. Yeah, well,
0: I mean, honestly, I met one of my sugar daddies in person. What? Like, I was at a bar with friends, and he added me on Snap, and he was like, "I want to be your
1: sugar daddy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> was, I guess you added him on Snapchat, so he must have been good looking. Yeah, no, he was cute. And I did was you like, think about it? No, I was like, oh. I was in high school. Okay, well, you thought about the sugar mama? <laughs>
0: that was on Venmo. Yeah. That was literally through Venmo. That was the weirdest thing I've ever fucking seen. I this know. girl tries to add me on Venmo of this mom, and she's like, her username or like her name is like Sugar Mama, and I'm like, what? So I go to her account and I see like her feed of like who she's paid, what she's paid them for, and it's not even like Sugar Mama stuff. It's the most like random like transfers of money, and I'm just like, what the fuck? Like how do these people find me? But for the guy that I met at a bar that wanted to be my sugar daddy he literally was like I want you to to like degrade me oh yeah he was like I want you to tell me that I'm like the shittiest person you've ever met I want you to make fun of me I want you to tell me that I'm like not a good person and I was like holy fuck I was like I literally like I was so scared and like I showed my friend that has like so many sugar daddies and she was like okay here's what you need to do And I love her to death for this. She was, like, she took control. She took over. She literally was, like, okay, I want you to call me princess or my queen. And I was, like, what the fuck? So he literally was, like, my queen, I want you to, like, degrade me. Like, tell me how small my dick is. Like, tell me, like, how I'm, like, I'm, like, beneath you and all this stuff. And I'm, like, not – I don't deserve you. And I was, like, oh. Like, I literally – like, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was in high school. Like, I was, like – Actually, like, fuck no. Like, I'm not doing any of that. And so my friend kind of took control for, like, a week, and then that was it. I got, like, $500 out of
1: it. Wait, you actually got paid? And she sent you the money? Yeah. Shit. Yeah, it was I've, crazy. I've never had a sugar mama situation, only sugar daddy. I'm going through my blocked accounts because the second I see a sugar daddy following me, I usually block them. Yeah, me too. Um, So I'm looking through just to try to see. I always get these, like, DMs, which are, like obviously copied and pasted but it's like hey baby i'm looking for a sugar baby yeah and i will give you an x amount allowance a week and all this stuff if you're just a woman on social media i'm sure you've gotten plenty of dms from yeah. sugar daddies yeah. i don't i feel like i don't even really need to go into depth on this because it is something that every woman No, Why don't, why can't I say women? It is something that every woman has gone through. Yeah. Like if you're a girl, you know exactly what I'm talking about, about the sugar daddy propositions that you get on social media.
0: Yeah. Well, I've also, this is kind of random. It's kind of not a sugar daddy thing, but I've gotten people adding me on Snapchat, random people saying, Hey, I will pay you $100, $50, $200 Hundred dollars, fifty
1: dollars, two hundred for feet pics or I don't even add those pics. people back if it's not someone yeah. that I gave my snap to yeah or someone that I recognize the name I won't add them back.
0: Well, I'll see it and then like they'll text me that like I'll add them and then immediately they'll text me hey I'll pay you this amount for tit
1: pics or feet pics or ass pics and I'm block. Yeah, every time I ha- okay so there was one guy that I added back just because I was like who is this and it said we had mutual friends so I added him back. Immediately, I got a Snapchat with a dick pic, (gasps) and then I went block. I I literally, oh my god, yeah. Oh, also, I mean, back to like the feet pic thing. There was a guy that messaged me one time on Snapchat. We had matched on a dating app, and I gave him my Snapchat. We had been snapchatting for a little bit. He seemed great. He seemed normal. He seemed like a. He was very attractive, and then all of a sudden one day he said. I'll pay you $100 to send me a picture of your feet. <laughs> at that point, I'm like, how desperate are you? Yeah. Honestly, I thought about it. I really did. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thought, okay. And then I was like, okay, send me 50 now and then send me the before other 50 after. It. That way, at least I'm getting paid like a little bit. Yeah,
0: that's another smart way to kind of finesse your way is like, send me the money before and then I'll do it.
1: Yeah at least send me half yeah you know i'll take 50 dollars for a feet pic my feet are on my instagram not in a sexual way but like in like just random pictures (laughs) of me on the beach (laughs) yeah so then i was like okay send me 50 now blah 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 and then he goes oh actually like you're just gonna do it because you love me ew what excuse me what who the fuck are you i'm sorry yeah like one i haven't even met you you're a random guy off a dating app no if i'm gonna send you feet pictures you're gonna pay me for it yeah and i mean like ew like just the way that he was like because
0: you love me like dude what yeah
1: and then i was like fuck no that's not how this works i'm like acting like i'm a prostitute (laughs) Kind of like okay, a, expe-
0: a better excuse than you love me.
1: Exactly. But, I was yeah. Like, That's disgusting. Like, it's just like, what the
0: fuck? Like, that makes me not want to do it. Yeah. Like, what?
1: Sorry. Mm, no. That made me like, I was considering it before, but now that you said that, absolutely yeah, not. Yeah. You're like,
0: I'm out. Gotta go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. um Okay. Do
0: you want to talk about exes? No, I don't think I can talk about that right now. Actually, okay. Wait, what? <laughs> Okay, so we're going to talk about why do exes stalk your Insta forever? So I have one example of an ex that stalks my Insta. Like a bad, like a bad case of it. This relationship ended in like the worst way possible. Like we weren't like, it wasn't mutual. It wasn't on a good note. Like it wasn't like a happy ending, like breakup. It was a very opposite one-sided kind of ending. And to this day... I don't have him on Instagram on Snapchat on anything and he follows my Instagram has me on Snapchat and I'm like dude what the fuck like why like
1: why are you on my stuff? Well like I've noticed every guy that I've talked to that has my Instagram they watch all of my stories they like all of my pictures they are literally like following my life on social media but like Yet they don't talk to me. And I'm like, why? Why?
0: Like, if you're not going to, like, hit me up, like, we've already had our time. Like, why are you still trying to watch
1: my stuff? Yeah. Well, like, there's some guys that I've blocked because I'm like, I don't even care for you to see my stuff. Yeah. I don't want to see your stuff. I don't care what you're doing on a day-to-day basis. Like, you don't care what I'm doing on a day-to-day basis, and I block them. But, like, I'm literally going through that right now with the guy I've been talking about for the past fucking ever yeah (laughs) fucking ever literally I'm like dude he watches everything occasionally he slides up and occasionally I'm weak (laughs) and I answer and you respond (laughs) but like it's so frustrating whenever it's like someone that you still kind of have feelings for yeah and you see that they're watching everything Yeah. And you're like, why are you doing this? Because it's almost kind of a mind fuck. It is. That's a whole
0: different thing. It's like when you still have feelings for that someone versus when this is a person that you broke up with because of this reason and like you don't like them for this reason. It's like Mm -hmm. that grosses me out. It's like, why are you so invested?
1: Yes. Why are you still invested in my life? Exactly. You clearly did not want to be a part of it. But yet here you are still invested still watching still liking everything and occasionally they'll even text me like that picture you posted is fire yeah
0: what What? why are you
1: doing that you don't want to be in my life literally get the fuck out with that shit (laughs) i get the fuck out with that shit get the fuck out like it's like if you were okay let's
0: say you break up with a guy and you guys are friends like it was a it was a happy ending like it was mutual that's different
1: But I still hate when they watch because usually when that happens, there's still a little bit of feeling involved.
0: Yes, that's yeah, exactly. But if it's like with a guy that it's like totally bad breakup, like bad situation, that is just like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah. And why? Why are you watching everything? And it's like, I mean, also, I guess it's kind of on us. Because we are the ones looking allowing to them. see if uh-huh. they like it. Also yeah. allowing, because we could block them if we oh, want. Oh, I've
0: totally done that. I've made, I've posted stories to make sure that they see it.
1: Yes, I yeah. do that. I Honestly, it's so fucked up. I shouldn't it's even so like admit to it. But I. <laughs> we will, all do it. We all do it. I will post things on Instagram or like on my stories just to see if a specific person will watch we'll them. We'll see it. Yes, me too. And you know what? All of y'all out there judging me for it. You can say that you don't do it. Like, don't even say You anything. do it. Yeah. Everybody does it. Let's Everybody. Let's make this not a taboo thing anymore. We yes. all do it, and it's bad, but we do it. This is a relatable podcast. Yes. We've, we're fucked up. We all have been there. We've all done it. Yeah. Well, the day after I called things off with that guy, he posted a picture on Instagram where he looked so fucking good, oh. and I was like god damn it i i was like god damn it but then also i was like i know that was for me like yeah i know he posted that picture for me to see like you have that feeling not if like i know yeah i don't care he could deny it all he wants it's a lie he but posted you that know. for me it was the day after like not even six hours after i called it off yeah that yeah it was for me i know that but yeah. you know what we all do it but I don't know. I don't really stalk my exes. I don't really care mm-hmm. to see what they're doing. Me too. Especially when I am know I'm like
0: the hotter one out of the breakup. That might sound kind of shallow, but like when you are the hotter one, like past the breakup, it's like such like a nice thing to know. Like it's, it's so is, it might sound so shallow, <laughs> but you're like, at least I'm the hotter one.
1: At least I'm <laughs> It
0: sounds shallow, but like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's true. You feel good. Cause you're like, I know I'm more attractive. Okay. Okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
1: oh my god so now we want to we're going to talk about some good and bad ways to slide into the dms avery and i are going to go back and forth avery is reading the do's and i'm going to read the don'ts
0: okay so to talk about some good ways to slide into their dms i am reading an article from the elite daily titled eight suave messages to send a cutie in the dms i know it's cringy but like this is the best article i found okay so the first way is to respond to one of their stories. Seriously, it's a brilliant move. This way, you aren't just reaching out out of the blue, and you can respond to something they posted and start an entire conversation. I
1: I agree with that. Like, there's been guys where I will wait until they post a story to be like, oh my god, ha, ha, ha. or like, like you know, like makes like, oh, I've been there before. What's your favorite thing on the menu? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, just like random things. Like, if they post a story. That is your opportunity to yes. slide in. Yes. So
0: like, that way they know, like, you aren't just doing it because, like, you're creeping on them.
1: Yes. On their account. And that way it's out of the blue. Okay. So, it says, don't like all of their stuff. It's important to show interest before sending that DM. But if you go through in, like, 10 photos from two years ago, that comes off creepy and not cute at all. I want to talk about that a little bit. I think that the best way to go about it before you DM someone... Say you find a cute guy. Follow his account and then like three pictures. Three. That's it. But not the first three. Not the ones that are like 2008. No, no, no. Not the first (laughs) three and not the last three. Yeah, But like recent pictures where they look good. Just like three of those. And if they follow you back and like a few pictures back of yours – then you know they're interested, and then you can slide into the DMs. Mm-hmm. But do not go all the way to the bottom of their account, because that's creepy. But if you like, like, a few recent pictures, and they like some back, then, like, you're good to go. Like, that's a yeah. green light. Honestly, I will, I'll do that, and then wait for them to DM me. Yeah, And usually they do. Okay,
0: next thing for something good to say when sliding into their DMs. Send a funny post you found that reminded you of them. I feel like for you to be able to
1: do that. You have to be like already in the conversation. Yeah, you already have to have talked to them before outside of that app. Yeah, I agree. Okay, don't get too sexual too soon. It doesn't matter who the person you're trying to internet romance is. You should never start off the conversation with anything sexual. I feel a little bit mixed on that because if your intentions are to just hook up, then by all means do it yeah but also i see though like if you come on too strong it might freak the person out and be like oh they're weird yeah if you do a sexual pun i feel like honestly later on i don't even think you should do it on on like social media and on dms Mm -hmm. if you're gonna do a sexual pun you got to do it on an app yeah oh my god honestly what if like you did it in person
0: (laughs) they would be shook
1: in person? Yeah. Oh, I like, do that. Let's like, with like, guys I'm talking to, I'll do sexual puns.
0: Yeah, and I feel like, honestly, like, when you do that in front of a guy, it's like, oh, shit, Like, okay? Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, like, damn, that was hot, but, like, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa. Whoa. All right, you go. <laughs> okay. The next one for the do's is bring up a mutual friend. If you and your crush have had a friend or two in common, you could send them a DM asking if they've seen said friend recently. Ask if they want to get together with said friend so there's less pressure. Having a mutual friend is a great excuse to chat with someone, so don't pass it up.
1: Okay. I feel a little bit conflicted on that because I feel like if you have a mutual friend, then you can tell your mutual friend, hey, I think your friend blank yeah. is super cute. Can can you set us up? Or right. can you... But you know, invite, messenger. can you invite me over next time y'all hang out? Yeah. Or like next time you go to a bar, can you invite me? Like something, I don't know. I feel like opening up a DM being like, hey, we have a mutual friend, this person. I just That's feel like it's, like, little, yeah. like it's a
0: little
1: like. It's a little weird. Yeah. But if you have a friend and you're like, hey, your friend Chad is really cute. Next time you go out with him, can you invite me? Of course they're going to be like, Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then they'll talk to that friend and be like, hey, do you think this girl's cute?
0: (laughs) They're like, oh, she likes That way they can like (laughs) set
1: you, no, that way they can like set you up. Yeah. All right. Don't go after someone who's in a relationship. I don't even think I need to expand on this one because I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Don't try to date people who are in a relationship. It's not cute.
0: Like you're so annoying if you do that.
1: Yeah. Why, like, why are you trying to break up a couple? It's not worth it. They're not gonna like you and also not to mention if you go after someone who's in a relationship and they respond and your relationship starts from cheating, yeah it's not gonna no be good. Way it can
0: go good from there. No. yeah. okay, this one I have exp- a personal experience on. So another do is ask for tips if you're new to the city. So if you've only recently moved to a new city where this person lives, slide into their DMs and ask for tips.
1: Yeah, I think that's such a great way to go about it because it's like, hey, I'm new. What are your favorite places? Like, can you take me there? Like, Mm -hmm. because then also, like, they know the area, they know what's safe, they know what's not. And so you can, like, really bond over that without it being, like, weird and, like, too forceful. Yeah. So the next one I have is don't keep up a boring conversation. You've slid in the DMs and things are not what you had hoped for. Let's face it, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Don't try to keep the conversation going whenever it's super dry. Like, don't keep investing if they're not investing in you. Mm -hmm. Because you already put yourself out there and set your intentions by reaching out. Then it's up to the other person to decide whether or not they're interested. And if they are, they will keep it going.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's also if you have a boring conversation, it can run out so fast yeah like there's not a lot to say when it's like a very surface level not fun not interesting it can run out so quickly and it will hit a dead end
1: I agree I think it's like you can tell if someone is invested Mm -hmm. and if they're not like don't waste your time time is the most important thing we have don't waste it
0: yeah next thing for dues is compliment them If you prefer to keep it short and sweet, just message them something like, OMG, I love the way that you looked in your last post. I think you look really cute in that. It lets them know that you're paying attention. It's flirty without being too flirty.
1: Again, it's a win-win. Don't, under any circumstance, keep messaging if they stop responding.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a given.
1: Like, if you slide up on a story and you're like, oh, my God, you look so good, and they don't respond, don't keep sliding up on their stories.
0: Yeah, I Cuz then really it know just makes you look be doing that.
1: Yeah, then it just makes you look thirsty.
0: Yeah. Next thing for dudes is ask them out. Finally, you can just ask if they want to grab coffee or a drink after work. Sure, it might
1: be a little too bold and you might get rejected, but you'll never know if you don't try. And the last don't is do not have any expectations. When you have a crush on someone, it's easy to fantasize about an ideal outcome. Whether it includes marriage or messed up bedsheets is another story. But in the world of DMs, there's no way of knowing what can happen. Do not message someone having an expectation of y'all dating. Yeah. Like, or even y'all hooking up. Don't go in with any expectations. Just be like, yeah, it'd be cool if they'd answer. If not, like, I'll be fine. I'll move on. Yeah.
0: Well, there you have it. Instagram is the ultimate dating app. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck the other dating apps. Go to Instagram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, though, basically, long story short, don't stay in the DMs. Get out of the DMs as fast as possible. Don't be creepy. Men like women DMing. Women don't like men DMing. Unless you're hot. Honestly, if you're hot, nothing is creepy.
0: Yeah. Honestly, though. Like, if you have like a hot bod, hot face, hot Instagram, you're hot and it's not creepy. I'm not gonna
1: second guess. It's not creepy if you're hot. Anyways, Instagram is the best dating app. Go ahead, ladies, shoot your shot because as we have read from all of our men that have written in, men like it. They like the attention. So do it. What's the worst that can happen? Yeah. The worst thing is that they don't answer. Yeah. And if they don't answer, then you move on. Don't go into a DM thinking, I'm going to get a response, and we're going to start dating, and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. There's no harm in DMing someone. The worst thing that's going to happen is they're not going to answer. You might feel uncomfortable if you see them in person, because I did. But I didn't have an issue with that guy. He was being really flirty to me later that night. So Mm -hmm. clearly it wasn't an issue.
0: I think also for men, if you're listening, obviously you know sometimes women look at it as like, oh, this guy is just stalking my Instagram, he's creeping, whatever, whatever. But no, take the tips that we used. Don't do it right away. Like, don't like like all their photos and then text them or DM them and be like, hey, like da da da, be super sexual. Like, no, go at it with an easy pace and be like, hey. Be blunt, I want to take you out on a date. Or, hey, like, slide up on their story. Yeah. I if think a you're guy, so cute in this.
1: If a guy messaged me and was like, I want to take you on a date, on a dating app, or on social media, I would be like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah. That's really hot. Exactly. Because nowadays, all we're getting from guys is come over. Yeah. It's like, come to me. Be at my
0: beck and call. It's the dumb surface level two three day conversation
1: and then it's like come over yes I don't even get the two to three day I just get the immediate come over (laughs) that shit pisses me off it's like the least you could do like if a guy was like let me take you on a date that is so hot to me so hot especially if you're attractive yeah it's a win-win like you can't lose you can't you tell a girl like come over it is such an instant turn off. Like, nothing drives me up faster than come over. Yeah, me too. It's a waste of my time. But if you're a girl and you say it to a guy, that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's very true. Because they probably will. Yeah. All right. So it's time to dive into our shitty things. It's shitty things of the week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yikes.
1: All right, guys, you know what time it is. It is time for our Shitty Things segment. We have a guest on today who is going to tell you the shittiest thing he's done or the shittiest thing that has happened to him. Take it away.
2: Yeah, so there's definitely been shitty things that's happened to me, but I I guess I want to talk about right now, like, a shitty thing that I did to someone.
0: Yes. Uh, Go for it. Okay. um,
2: I have to preface it with I didn't date much in high school, so – um, one of my uh, one of my first loves. We were in Ireland together. That's B- so fun. Big romantic trip. Yeah, we were like we were long distance. Um, she was in Indiana. I was in LA. And uh, you have to pace yourself here. You, I'm like, <laughs> like out of breath. I'm out of breath already. I know, already. It's, okay. well, <laughs> I know <laughs> it's hard. We'll make it all sound yeah. like together. Yeah. So uh, you know. The idea began when we when she was going to come visit me in LA, I decided, you know, why don't we just travel internationally and meet up there. Mm-hmm. So, um the whole week was a great trip. We went around the the island of Ireland, you know, in a uh, stick shift car uh, on the left side of the road. So, Oh um, my gosh. these narrow little yeah. narrow little roads. Um it was a bla- we had a blast. Um I think I was probably latently upset with her for like not offering to drive or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the last night was uh, St. Patrick's Day, and we're in Dublin in this packed uh, in Temple Bar. It's the biggest bar in, in Ireland. Okay. They named a the district after it. It's so big. So um, h- there we are in this packed house, and uh, this this girl comes up to me, and she's like. Can, can I kiss you? Oh. <gasps> and, like, the place is packed and my girlfriend's back at the table. And I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> You're like, I'm not going to turn that down. Yeah.
2: It felt like, you know, I have I have red hair and it felt like it was, like, my holiday. It's, like, natural. And it felt like, I don't know, it just felt like the thing to do.
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, you fit in. You're in Ireland. You yeah. match with all the people. You got yeah. the red hair.
2: Yeah. Right, but what I learned then is it's like a small little poison keeping like a secret a secret like that, no matter yeah. how like benign you may think it is. It's still a secret that kind of weaseled its way between us. She ended up moving to l a We had this great relationship for two years, but like in the end, it came out and just was like <gasps> one more one more thing that like splintered us
1: so she didn't see you kiss her
2: No, but I oh came my clean God. With, I came clean with it like years later in that like years. Well, yeah, two years later, like, after, you know, we're in the, she was so obsessed about talking about, like, oh, like, truths, like, absolute, you know. Honesty. Saying everything, yeah. Yeah. And I felt like that was the one thing that I needed to come clean about, because it, we were very intimate otherwise, but, Mm -hmm. like, these small little secrets can, can really. Can pop up. Push you apart, yeah.
1: Yeah. Wow. So she was like, let's finally tell the truth, and you were like, Hey, remember that time we were at a bar? I kissed a girl there?
2: <laughs> yeah, it didn't go over well.
1: <laughs> I love that, though.
0: That's so funny. <laughs> I know. What a good shitty thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, if I take it back, that's one of those events of my life. It's such a small event, but yet it's, it, like, I would never want to be defined as someone who cheats. Yeah, no. So that was, like, the closest thing I, I got to it. Wow. I love that.
0: Well, thank you for sharing that. Okay, so I'm going to read... A submission from a user that submitted a shitty thing that happened to them, and it's a really good story, and I'm really glad they submitted it because it's crazy, and it's something that blows my mind. So it starts off. The one beautiful April day, I finished work early and was happy, happy to come home to my beautiful house and my wonderful life with my two small children and husband. I really was marveling at how blessed I was at that moment. As soon as I got home, I went out to get the mail and settled at my desk to go through it. In the stack was a letter hand addressed to me from a strange city in Ohio. I opened it and read, Hi, my name is Jane Doe, and I've been dating your husband for the last six years. I just recently luckily found out that he was married and had two small children, and I wanted you to know. I couldn't breathe, and it took me a minute, but I called the phone number she had put at the bottom of the letter. I was skeptical, of course, and thought maybe it was some kind of effort to hurt one of us or both. I talked to her for over an hour and asked her all kinds of questions, and by the end of it, I knew it was true. I spent the next week calling his friends and acquaintances and researching what had been going on. They were all more than happy to dump on me more information than I ever wanted to know because they had been watching him lie to me for years and hated it. It turns out he had two entirely different lives the entire time we we were married, with P.O. boxes and multiple girlfriends and made up lives and jobs and addresses and no one knew of each other. His job took him all over the world and he had all kinds of activity in various places. He cried and admitted to all of it once I confronted him a week later. I was absolutely shocked at all that had been going on and how complicated it all was. And yes, I had an idea he might be cheating many times and he would shame me when I would ask questions about things that just didn't seem to add up. He was so convincing and so angry at my questions that I really began to believe that I was the one with some kind of problem with trust. Note to self. If someone is capable of looking you in the eye and lying to you for years, and as a way of life they are not fixable and hoping they will reform is not a game plan. Anyone can get caught up in a mess and be dishonest for a short period of time and come clean and never do it again, maybe. But if they are capable of lying for a long time to you and even... Everyone around you, including your family and children, they are not the ones who confess it to you. Then they are not your person, and a healthy future is not an option for you as a couple. Narcissistic partners will consume everything that you give to them and never look back. They don't feel any guilt or shame about taking as much as you will give, and they will use you up and leave you behind. They will move on to their next target. Everyone has some narcissism... And it's not something to be worried about unless they are a complete full-blown narcissist with no empathy for others. Holy shit, Riley. That's crazy. Could you imagine living with someone for six years and being married to them and having someone hand write a letter to you saying, hi, I've been dating your husband for six years and you have children.
1: Yeah, no, that's so fucked up. It makes me kind of think of like, nowadays whenever people will message other women
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and being like hey I've been in a relationship with your boy hey I've been in a relationship with your boyfriend and they do it like on social media Mm -hmm. like I mean the letter feels like more like official but like at that time social media wasn't a thing in the way it is now
0: yeah oh my heart goes out to her
1: All right, everybody. So that's all we have for our episode today. Of course, please rate and review us. And follow us and subscribe to us on Apple and Spotify. Yes. And if you love us, five stars. If you don't love us, don't tell us. We can't handle it. Only rate us and review us if you have good stuff to say. Yeah. Like we've said, we can't handle the
0: negative feedback
1: yet. Yeah. We're not there yet. Maybe like one day we can handle it, but right now we would just love positive reviews. Please share this with your friends. please, 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 please write in, write your shitty things. You can email mm-hmm. it to us at shittythings at you'renotthewost dot com. That's an email by the way. And also you can DM them to us at you're not the worst podcast on Instagram. or you can go on our website, yourenottheworst.com. dot com. And you can submit at the bottom anonymous shitty things. It's it's kind of funny because we're like, we've literally done like such shitty things to people. But like,
0: if you do a shitty thing by like rating us like negatively, like, fuck off. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's what we're saying basically. Follow us on Instagram at You're Not the Worst Podcast. And we will be submitting new episodes every
1: Wednesday. Wednesdays, ladies and gentlemen, look out for them. My personal Instagram is Riley Nelson 18 My personal Instagram is Avery Blessing. Go give us a follow. Please follow our Instagram for You're Not the Worst because that's where you will get all of our reminders and all of our episode updates and just a bunch of fun content. So go ahead and give us a follow on social media. Yeah, do it right now. And share it with your friends.
0: All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye, guys.